0: your Bibles this morning to Mark, the 11th chapter, oh yeah, Mark 11, and if you didn't bring a Bible with you this morning, hold up your hand, our ushers have extra Bibles, we'd be glad to let you use one of ours, and uh, make the effort, take the time, turn to it, Mark 11, let your eyes rest on it, remind yourself these are not my words, But the wonderful, holy, powerful, eternal Word of God. Everybody said out loud, I love the Word of God. God. His words words are life to me me. and health and and medicine medicine. to all my flesh. flesh. These These words are light to my eyes. These words, These words are, truth are truth that make me free. Make me free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love the word of God, which is another way of saying you love Jesus. Because He is the Word made flesh. Mark eleven and twenty two. For some weeks now we've been on the subject we've calling uh, faith to receive. Faith to receive. And this is our main text. Verse 22, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. The margin of my Bible says, have the faith of God. For verily I say to you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. These are the words of the Master. They are true. This is the way to operate. People can mock and they can scoff, but they don't realize who they're making fun of. No preacher today or yesterday wrote uh, spoke these words. This was Jesus. Jesus, the master. He's the one that said, if you'd say it, and not doubt in your heart, but believe what you said would come to pass, you'd have what you say. Oh, y'all are just Haganites, Coplanites. A... How about Jesusites? He's the one that said this. Right? He's the one that said this. Somebody say, I believe it. I believe it. Just, like this. Just like this. Well, if you believe it, then you ought to act like it, right? You ought, to, you ought to say things. And not doubt in your heart, but believe that they come to pass. Verse 24, Jesus said, Therefore, I say to you, now this is also continuing with the thought of having faith in God or having the faith of God. What things soever you desire, When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Say those last two phrases out loud. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Say it two more times. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. One more time. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. What would this work on? Well, he said anything you desired. Right? Well, I desire a well body. Well, that's, that's how you get it. I desire come out of debt and get, get better off financially. That's how you get it. I desire wisdom to know what to do in my marriage. That's how you get it. Right? No matter what it is. Believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. The Bible says the just shall live by faith, and the just, we walk by faith. And he mentions two different applications of faith. It's not the only two, but it's two of the main ones. Now, in talking about this, um, I want you to go over to 1 Corinthians 4, And then we'll find Hebrews 11 as well. 1 Corinthians 4 and Hebrews 11. For years, the church, in large part, has been working on the wrong side. They're working on the God side. Anybody know what I mean by that? They're working on the God end of it. Trying to get God to move, trying to get God to heal, trying to get God to bless. And the church has been taught, many, many circles, to beg and to plead. So prayer in so many circles is is little more than begging. Please, God. Please, God, heal us. Please, God, bless us. Please, God, please, God, that is working on God's end of it, like we're waiting on him to do it. Are y'all with me now? How many understand, much of the church world is doing this, right? Much more is doing this than something else. Please, God, bless us. God, help us. God, heal us. Working on the God end of it. But that's not what Jesus taught we just got through reading Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four. Did he say, "If you got a mountain in the way, beg God to move it"? Hmm? Bombard the gates of heaven. Press God until God makes the mountain. No, he could have said it that way if that's the way it was, and if that's what he wanted us to do. But he didn't. Again and again, Jesus, instead of talking about the God end of it, he talked about the man end, didn't he? And he would tell people again and again, only believe. Your faith has saved you. Your faith has made you whole. Somebody say "Your your faith. Your faith. Well, that's not working on the God end. That's working on the man end. And after all, that shouldn't be a big surprise to us. That the man end is the one that needs the work. (laughs) Not the God end. Not the God side. (laughs) God's already perfect. God's faithful. You don't have to plead with God to be faithful. You don't have to plead with God to be kind. And to be gracious. And to be good. He already is. He was before you said anything. Let me remind you. Of some some of these cases don't try to turn to these but in Matthew nine twenty-two, Jesus told the woman he said be of good comfort the woman with the issue of blood your faith has made you whole your faith made you well the blind Bartimaeus Jesus said go your faith has healed you your faith has healed you you know the ten lepers came and, and were healed and one of them came back to give thanks Jesus told him he said rise and go your faith has made you well Somebody say, your faith has made you well. well. What did it? Jesus said, your faith did it. Now, people want to get all, you know, annoyed about it and agitated. Preacher, are you saying that you can initiate your own healing with your faith? No. No, I wouldn't say that. Jesus said it. Jesus told them their faith healed them. Are you all with me now? This has not been taught properly and powerfully and thoroughly enough. Because we still got millions of people that they don't believe this. They don't live like this. They're still begging God. The way they do everything is to beg God and to plead with God and see if it's his will. How would we know if it's His will? Well, if it happens, then we'll know it was His will. If it didn't happen, then obviously it wasn't His will. That's confusion. That's ignorance of the Bible. The Scripture said, don't be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. That's why He gave us this Bible. That's why He gave us the Holy Spirit, for us to find out what the will of God is, and then go for it. And take our faith and receive it. And lay hold of it. Yes, Can you say amen? amen? So the work is is on the man end. Not the God end. And, and the faith is the determining factor. Again and again. Would you go with me to... Uh, well, you're, you're in Hebrews 11, aren't you? Well, that's a good place too. Uh Well, we'll read it while you're there, 1 Corinthians 4 and 7, 1 Corinthians 4, who makes you to differ from another? He said, and what have you that you did not receive? Did you see that phrase right there? What do you have that you did not receive? What's the understood answer to that? Nothing. In other words, everything you've got, you receive. How are you going to get it? Everything you want to get. Everything you need to get. How are you going to get it? You must receive it. You must receive it. Your salvation, your forgiveness of sin. You must receive it. And Jesus said it this way. Whatever you desire. Whatever you desire. When you pray, do what? Believe. Believe. How do you receive it? You believe, you receive it. Now, we said if you look up this word, receive and it, it's an interesting study. If you care to do it sometime, uh, if you don't have an Englishman's concordance or something like that, it might be a little more difficult. You can get a strong concordance and do it. But look up the Greek word everywhere it's translated in the New Testament, and you'll find that same word when he says believe that you receive, that word for receive is just as often translated Take. Or took. Just as often. It's an interesting study. And it begins to put a, a different light on it. The word literally means to take. To lay hold of. So Jesus said when you pray. Believe that you take it. Amen. Hmm? Yes. Or have Christians been taught to do that? No. no, they've been taught to beg and leave it up to God. But you can't leave up to God what he's left up to you. <laughs> you can try, but it doesn't work. You ever played a game of checkers or chess or something like that? And you're, you're playing the game, and, and maybe you look, you know, the other guy was taking too long, and, and you're looking around, and he moved, and you didn't see it. And you turn back and look at the board, and you're thinking, Father, you say, come on. You know me? You say, well, I already moved. You thought you were waiting on him to move. But he's waiting on you to move. God has already moved. Yes. And what a move. Yes, sir. God moved yes. at Calvary. Yes. God moved at the scourging post. He moved at the cross. Jesus took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains. By stripes we're healed. He took our sins. He took our iniquities. He took the chastisement of our peace. He was made poor for us. Right? He has already moved. And He said, it is finished. And He went to the heart of the earth. And He destroyed death. He's got the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He's been raised from the dead. He's sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. He has already moved. He's already done everything that he'll ever need to do to save anybody or heal anybody or deliver anybody. He's already done it. That's why Isaiah, looking forward to the redemptive work, he said, With his stripes all, we are healed First Peter says, though this side of the cross, by His stripes, you were healed. It's already done. No sinner is waiting on Jesus to save them. By the same token, no sick person is waiting on God to heal them. Hmm? No broke person is waiting on God to prosper them. And this is the thing the church is stumbling over. Because carnal, natural people walk by sight. When are they going to believe it's done? When they see it. When they feel it. And that's going to be too late to believe it. (laughs) You believe it when you can't see it. You hear people say, well, seeing is believing. That's completely wrong. The very nature of believing is when you don't see Faith is the substance of things hoped for or expected. It is the evidence of things not seen. seen. We walk by faith, not by sight. I mean, if you're seeing it and feeling it, it's too late to believe it. That's why Jesus said, what things serve you desire, you don't have it in your hands. You don't see it. You don't feel it. You need it. You want it. You desire it. So what do you do? Believe. That you receive it. Believe that you take it. Come on, somebody say glory to God. Believe that you take it. Then what will happen? Then you'll have it. You'll feel it. You'll see it. But you don't wait till you have it, feel it, see it. Then you're going to believe you got it. you got to believe you take it before you see, feel, and hear. Can you say amen? So what do you have that you didn't receive? What do you have in God that you didn't receive from God? Nothing. Everything you have, you had to receive from Him. You don't just wait for God to put it on you. He's not just going to push it down our throat. He's not, just, he's not going to make people. If He's going to make people do anything, He would make them get born again. Wouldn't He? And He doesn't. And if He doesn't do that, then He's not going to make us receive anything else. It's up to us. To come to him and to believe and to receive. Somebody said out loud, I'm a believer. believer. And I'm a receiver. receiver. Are you? I'm a receiver. I'm a receiver. receiver. Are you going to get good at receiving? We're developing. Right? At receiving. Well, in Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Can y'all get excited about this today? I'm excited about it. Don't think you already know these things now. Maybe you do know something about them, but you certainly don't know all there is to know about it. Or even half what there is to know. Or even 10%. Or even 3%. And I could keep going. So you need to hear these verses. We need to hear these verses like we haven't seen them and heard them before because there's all kind of things in here we have not seen and heard before. Hebrews 11, we just got through quoting verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But skip down to the 11th verse. Eleven, eleven. 11. Through faith also Sarah herself received. Somebody say received. Received Received strength to conceive seed. And was delivered of a child when she was past age. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Glory to God. She had a miracle. Didn't she? She had a miracle. She had a miracle. She had a supernatural conception and childbirth. Supernatural. And how did she get it? She received it. And how did she receive it? By her faith. By her faith. Jesus told people that had received their healing, your faith made you whole. Couldn't he have said it a thousand different ways from that? He could have said God and His sovereignty has seen fit to bless you. He could have said my power healed you. He could have said my faith did it. He didn't say any of that. And he could have. What did he say was the determining factor in them receiving what others was not? Your faith faith made you whole. Your faith. Somebody say your faith. faith. My faith. faith. Brother Kenneth Hagin who's in heaven now. my, My father in the faith. He was laying on the bed paralyzed at age uh, 16. Doctors gave him up to die. No, everybody said there was no hope. Even the preachers that he knew said came and prayed for him, didn't pray for his healing, just patted his hand and said, just be patient, my boy. In a few more days, it will all be over. There, everybody's resigned. Everybody's just waiting for him to die. And he'd go in and out of consciousness for weeks at a time. It looked like he's gone. But he, he, he began to read the Scripture when he could. That was his salvation, wasn't it? He began to read the Bible. That's why everybody at Faith Life Church reads their their chapter every day, Monday through Friday. And more than that if you want to, but but you do that as a minimum. And he began to read it, and he came across this woman that we referred to a few minutes ago, the woman with the issue of blood. Pressed through the crowd, touched his garment, was healed. Jesus said, be of good comfort, daughter. Your faith has made you whole. And he said the Lord ministered to him. Because he he had read in uh, uh, James and saw about the elders and the anointing of oil. And he tried to get somebody come and anoint him with oil. And he couldn't find anybody that believed in that. He couldn't find anybody. And so he thought, well, I can't be healed. Because I, I don't know of any elders that will come pray for me. I don't know of anybody that will anoint me with oil. And I can't be healed. And he said the Lord ministered to him and said, did you notice it said the prayer of faith will save the sick? Did you notice that it said her faith made her whole? Because people had told him, well, all that's been done away with, you know. And he said the Spirit of God spoke to his heart and said, have you ever heard somebody say that faith's been done away with? He said, well, no. He said, no, and you never will. For if there's no faith, there's no believers and there's no church. And here's the good news He said the Spirit of God spoke to his heart If her faith would make her whole Uh Your faith will make you whole Glory to God He's laying there paralyzed And and deformed organs And incurable blood disease But he got a spark of hope inside him If her faith would make her whole Your faith will make you whole Somebody say "My my faith Will make me whole Say it again. My faith will make me whole. Say it again. My faith will make me whole. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, yeah, but what if it's not God's will? (laughs) Well, it is his will. But you're not convinced. So your faith is not there. So it won't work for you. The Bible said all things are possible to people that go to church. No? All things are possible to him that believes. He said these signs will follow them that believe. Among other things, they'll lay hands on the sick, they'll recover I've had people want to contest and argue and fuss with us. I had one guy tell me one time he had heard me preach on healing. He said, "Well, now, I never saw a healing." He said, "We don't, we don't preach that at my church. We don't believe that." I said, "Isn't that interesting? Your folks don't preach it. Y'all don't hear it. Y'all don't believe it, and you don't have it." I said, "But." We preach it, and we hear it, and we believe it. And I pointed over, there was laying on the table over beside me, there was there a was notebook this tall full of testimonies. I said, and we have it. wonder if there's any connection. Well, these signs don't follow them that are skeptics and doubt and disbelieve and mock. No. It only follows them that believe. Now, people mock and scoff at that, but it's just the truth. It's just the Bible. How many on the believing side? Hmm, not the scoffing side, not the skeptic, mocker, doubter, questioner, but the believer. Yes, sir. Believer. Amen. Believer side. Now, this woman received strength. To conceive seed. Oh, this is descriptive of the whole miracle process. She couldn't conceive when she was a young woman. Now she's gone through the change of life. Medically, scientifically, she can't conceive a child. She can't carry a child. But all things are possible to him or her that believes. And when the word of the Lord came to them, you remember she stood in the tent. When the angel of the Lord was there talking to her husband and told him about this time next year, they're going to have a baby. Him and Sarah. And she laughed in herself. She thought that was the funniest thing she had heard in a long time. (laughs) That her husband is old as he was. And her as old as she was. And Baron when she was a young woman. And they going to have a little baby? She laughed. She thought it was funny. Unbelief laughs at the word of God yes. right. but the Lord said, turned around and said why did you laugh and she got scared she said I didn't laugh he said oh yeah you did <laughs> I submit to you though in order for her to be here in Hebrews 11 something changed something changed in sister Sarah She had a change of heart and a change of mind. And after the Lord looked at her and said, what would you laugh about that for? She changed. She repented. And after that, she believed that she received. By her faith, she received life and strength into her old body. And something happened to her insides. And something happened to her outsides. Can you say amen? Amen. And before long, she had conceived seed. Now they didn't see the child for months. And how many know this is typical of miracles and how they happen? You receive the word of God. You receive the incorruptible seed. You believe you receive it. You may not see anything, but you have received. Oh, hallelujah. And it may grow in you for months. And it may grow in you for longer than that. But it's real. And one of these days, you're going to see it. One of these days, it's going to manifest where everybody can see it and hear it and feel it. we got something to shout about today. I mean, we stood up for service after service and said, we're getting our buildings. We're getting our lands. And we sowed seed. You couldn't see it. You didn't hear about any of it. Didn't know about any of it. But today, we got buildings and lands sitting right across town. Oh, hallelujah. And it works in every area of life. And it works for everybody that'll do it. That'll believe. Somebody say, I'm a believer. Now go back to Luke, if you would. Luke, the 18th chapter. I want us to talk further about how we do this. Are you interested in knowing how to believe you receive? Don't presume that you know how. How? Maybe you know something about it, but we can know more. Luke, the 18th chapter, I believe it is. Thanks be unto God. Luke chapter 18 and about verse uh, 40 or so. Y'all hooked with me this morning? Help me out now, stay with me. Luke 18 and verse 40. This man came, this blind man, and cried out for for Jesus. Uh, and verse 40, Jesus commanded him to be brought near to him. And when he was come, Jesus asked the man, what will you that I shall do for you? Was that question necessary? <laughs> huh? The man's blind. And he's crying for Jesus to have mercy on him. And Jesus says, what do you want? (laughs) Is that necessary for him to ask such a question? He might say, well, ain't it obvious? (laughs) I'm blind. Well, no, it is obvious. You have not because you ask not. And so people, you know, we've been taught wrong. We've been taught it's all up to God. And it's not up to us. And it's simply not true. We don't believe that about being born again. But people try to believe it about other things. Is it all up to God whether people are born again or not? No. Sir. no. Has it already been done? Yes. Has the work already been done? Yes. Is it God's will for everybody to be born again? Yes. Then are they waiting on Him to save them? No. No, no. Can they initiate the new birth in their life whenever they get ready to? Yes, yes they can. But see, people think that the rest of life is different, and it is not. It is exactly the same way for healing, being filled with the Spirit, being protected, being prospered. Every other area is the same. The just don't just get born again by faith. They live by faith. They walk by faith in every area. So whether this man's healing is not just dependent on Jesus. It's not just dependent on the will of God. He says, what do you want? He needs to hear this man say it. And what did he say? What will you that I shall do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said, Well, if it's the will of God. (laughs) What did he say? Very, very simple. Very, oh, this is so wonderful. He said, Lord, I want to receive my sight. What did Jesus say? Receive. receive your sight. This is exactly the same word that's in Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Yeah. Believe that you receive. No, no, no. I told you wrong on that one. This is a word that involves seeing. Excuse me. But it's obvious what he's talking about through the whole passage. What do you want me to do? I want to receive my sight. What did Jesus say? Receive, receive your sight. Look at the next verse. So what did he do? He so what did he do? He received it. Immediately he received, it. received his sight and followed him glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, they gave praise and they gave glory to God. Blind eyes, opened, healed. Is it really this simple? Can y'all stay hooked with me a few minutes this morning? Is it really this simple to get these kind of miracles today? The man says, I want to receive my sight. Jesus said, we'll receive your sight. So he received his sight and he could see. Is it really that simple Yes sir now see you 've got millions of believers who say, "Well, no, that was Jesus, and he could do that, and he did it to prove this or to prove that, and, but that 's not what Jesus said. I mean, if that was true, he could have easily said, Well, now you know everybody don 't get this, but since you came to me today i 'm going to show you that I am the Son of God, in fact." He did not do that on specific occasions when people came and said, prove to us, give us a sign. Show your physician, heal yourself. The things we've heard you do in other towns, do here. It would have been a perfect opportunity for him to say, I'll prove it to you then. Bring me some sick people. And, but in fact, it says he could there do no mighty works. Didn't say he decided not to, said he couldn't. Yes. I know that flies in the face of religion, but it's Bible. And you gotta make up your mind whether you believe the Bible or whether you believe something else. I want to receive my sight. Receive your sight. Okay. (laughs) And he can see. He could see. How many believe it happened just like this? Just like this. This is not a fairy tale. This is historically correct account. Man really was blind. And he really could see. It happened just like that. Why can't we see more of that today? Huh? Why not? Why shouldn't we? Healing School several years ago, we were in a small group in the morning time. And uh, we would let people ask questions in the middle of, uh, of teaching and ministering in this little small group. I was standing, I think, about the second row, a little bitty small place. And uh, I was talking about believing you receive. This is years ago. And a lady, I mean, sitting right in front of me, she put her hand up like this. I said, yeah. She said, uh, is that saying I just believe I take it right now, my healing, and I got it? I said, well, that's what it said. She said, well, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went on uh, teaching. <laughs> She came up after the service. She said, look at this. Well, I didn't know what that meant. I said, okay. Praise the Lord. She said, no, you don't understand. I was paralyzed on that side of my body from a stroke. Hadn't been able to use that hand for months. She said, I wrote with that hand today. Look at all these notes I took. Look at this. <laughs> and how did it happen? She said, Okay. Okay, I just believe I take it right now. And she did. Someone said, wow, Jesus just decided to move. No, no, no. No, Jesus already moved back at Calvary. Amen. We got to get our minds renewed. Somebody comes and gets born again, you don't say, well, Jesus decided to move and save them today. Do you? But why do we change it around for other areas? Because we haven't been taught. No. It was God's will to heal her the day before. And the day before. And the day before. And the month before. He does not change. And the provision has already been made. But faith came up in her heart from hearing the word of God to lay hold of it that day. And she rose up and received it. She believed she received it. And it happened. Glory to God. Now this man, he said... I want to receive my sight. Jesus said, Receive your sight. So he did. He received his sight. How did he do it? How did he receive sight? What did Jesus say? Believe that you receive. He didn't receive it with his hands. Did he? He didn't receive it with his mind. This is not mental. He didn't receive it with his feelings or with his emotions. How did he receive it? With his faith, he believed he received it. Now, if you could feel you received it, you wouldn't need to believe you received it. If you saw you received it, you wouldn't need to believe you received it. You believe you receive when it doesn't look like it, it doesn't feel like it, you've got nothing to tell you that you've received, but you believe you have anyhow. You will not be bold to believe you receive unless you are first convinced it's God's will and that He's already given it to you. And as we read in John 3, a man can receive nothing to himself, a man can take nothing to himself except it's given to him from heaven. So you've got to know that first. And so when people are still questioning, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about all that. I mean, if it's God's will, see, then it's obvious Your faith is not there. That would explain why it's not working for you. Faith is real and it is precious. Somebody say precious. Precious. The Bible refers to it as precious. Let me read a couple of scriptures to you along that line. Somebody say, He believed, He received. First Peter 1 Peter 1.7, don't turn there. It says the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold. 2 Peter 1, one says we have obtained like precious faith. Somebody say precious. Precious means, uh, it means rare. It also means valuable. Valuable. Did you know the scripture said that when Jesus comes, this is in uh, Luke 18.8, when the Son of Man comes, shall He find faith on the earth? The, the understanding is that it's not just everywhere. Right? The question says, shall He find it? Uh, another translation of the New Living says, When the Son of Man returns, how many will He find on the earth who have faith? Second Thessalonians 3.2 says, not everyone has faith. This is something we presume too much about. We assume everybody's full of faith. Everybody has faith and it is not true. And when you're questioning and you're wondering and you're wavering, you don't have faith for that. And that explains why it's not happening and why it's not going to happen. But folk don't like it that plain. <laughs> Do they? They don't like it that black and white. Millions prefer what I call no fault religion. What do you mean by that? No matter what happens, it's not my fault. No matter what doesn't happen, it's not my fault. You just never know what God's going to (laughs) do. Which is not a scripture, not a verse. I wish everybody's with me this morning. Now, you're not obligated to believe what I say, but if I'm reading verses and you're a Christian, you should believe these verses and you should be willing to turn loose of tradition no matter how much you have thought it was God and the Word of God. When you see it's not, it's time to turn loose of it. Right? It's time to turn loose. We just always prayed and lifted up to God. Who said that was right? Let's get to the Bible. Yes, Let's do what the Bible says. Yes. When you pray, believe, believe that you receive it. Yes. Believe that you take it and then you're going to have it. Yes, Can you get excited about having yes. it? Yes. Yes. Then we need to get excited about believing when we receive it because yes. that happens before yes. we have it. Before we experience it. Oh, thank God. Somebody say precious faith. Precious faith. You hear people say sometimes, well, I, I just can't believe that. I, I heard all that, but I, I just can't believe. I, I'm trying to, but I can't believe that. That is not true. I can't believe is not true. That's an inaccurate statement. What is believing? We've looked it up before. We've talked about it. To, to have faith. And to believe is the same thing. It means to be persuaded of something. It means to be convinced and to have confidence in something. And it is a choice. Somebody say choice. 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 If I tell you something and I'm sincere. And you look at me and say, Keith, I'm sorry, but I just can't believe that. Is that true that you can't believe what I told you? No, no. You have chosen not to believe me. Could you have chosen to believe me? Yeah. Well, I hadn't seen it. How would I know it's true? Well, if you saw it and felt it, it wouldn't be a matter of believing it. When you haven't seen it and you haven't felt it, then you just have to decide whether you believe it or whether you don't. Said out loud, faith. Amen. Believing, Believing. Is, a is a choice. So when people say, I, I can't believe, that's not true. They have chosen not to believe. Yes, and when people say, well, not, you know, I've heard all that about that healing, but I just, I'm just not sure. I just, I, what about this? And what about what we've always said? And, and uh, what about what the old song said? And you know ain't Mildred always believed this, and I just what is it obvious? You, as of yet, have chosen not to believe it. And that'll keep you out. And that would explain why you're not receiving. But could you choose to believe it? Let's go back to the new birth. If we preach that Jesus came and He paid the price for our sins and we've got a bunch of folk that's not born again and you talk to one of them and they're under conviction and you say, don't you want to give your heart to the Lord? And they say, well, I, you know, I've been to college. <laughs> and I have degrees. And, and, and I've read books by famous uh, philosophers and in, in different schools of thought. And I've studied the different religions of the world and and I'm just too educated to use religion and need religion as a crutch like a lot of you poor ignorant people do and I just can't believe that with all the intelligence I have (laughs) now what's the reality God has said something and you have chosen not to believe it and it is serious and you can play games with yourself, and you can think it's okay, but you basically are calling God a liar. And it will not go well with you. And you will not receive, and you will not experience miracles, and you'll, try, you'll discount it and try to explain it all away, but all the while, life will not be good for you, and you will not experience the glorious things that we're talking about because it only follows them that believe. Can you say amen? amen? Can you choose to believe? Yes, sir. Can you choose to believe that you received something that God told you that He bought and paid for you in Jesus? Yes, can you choose to believe it? Yes. No matter what you see, no matter what you feel, you say, I choose to believe it. Yes. We hadn't been to heaven. We hadn't seen Jesus face to face. We hadn't seen God sitting on the throne. We got no physical evidence that we can convince unbelievers with. Shouldn't try. It's not my job to prove anything to anybody. Amen. It's my job to believe it myself yes, sir. and live it myself yes, sir. and proclaim it. Yes. And you have to decide whether you believe it or not. Yes, sir. But even though I have not seen it, that's what Peter talks about. Though, though we haven't seen Him, we love Him yes. and we rejoice yes. with joy unspeakable. Yes and full of glory and we receive the end of our faith even our full salvation hallelujah Hallelujah. we chose to believe how many have chosen to believe you ain't been there you haven't seen it but you believe there is a throne where the almighty creator of heaven and earth he's sitting right there and at his right hand is a man a resurrected man the Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. I ain't been there. I hadn't seen Him, but He's there. And He's coming again. And He's my Savior, and He's your Savior. Hadn't seen it. But I have chosen to believe it. Can you believe it? Yeah, anybody can believe it, if you choose to. And I have chosen to. Somebody say, me too. Me <laughs> too. Oh, makes you want to shout. Because it's true. It's true. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say, Glory to God. Faith is precious. Can it really be that simple? It has always been. We tell people who don't know the Lord just come receive Him, just come receive Jesus. As your Lord and Savior Confess Him as your Lord Receive forgiveness of sin And receive Cleansing and remission Receive new life Can they just stand up and say Okay I receive Him (laughs) And in that Action and saying Does something actually happen Inside them Are they not born again which is a far greater miracle than any healing of anybody. Yes. Can it happen just like that? Yes. yes. Well, if we believe that about the greatest miracle of all, why wouldn't we believe it about a healing or something else? It works exactly the same way. Somebody say, I believed, I've received Jesus. I believe I received received forgiveness of sin. sin. I can believe I receive receive wisdom. wisdom. I can believe I receive receive needs met. met. I can believe I receive 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 healing healing. the same same way. way. Same way. Jesus taught on this, didn't he? Specifically. When people came, you know, they they brought the four men, men brought the man uh, lame up on the rooftop and and they let him down. And Jesus looked at him and said, son, your sins are forgiven you. And oh, the religious leaders got mad and got upset and said, who can forgive sin? Who does he think he is? And they're still saying that about sons of God that stand up in their rights and privileges today. Who do they think they are? Well, the problem is they hadn't found out who they are. <laughs> We're nobody in ourself, yes, but in Him, yes. we are somebody. Amen. And we have something, yes, and we can do something yes, yes. in Him. Amen. He said, Son, your sins be forgiven you. And they scoffed and mocked and, and got upset. Well, then what did he say? Well, which one is easier? Which one is easier? To say your sins are forgiven? Or to say, rise, take up your bed and walk. So he went right on and said, go ahead, take up your bed and walk. And he did. Is it that simple? Is it that easy? Can you receive a miracle? Just as quick as you could receive being forgiven of your sins. Then why don't we see more of it happening? We see some, but why don't we see it as widespread and as easy and quick as as people being born again? Because we've been taught this about being born again for centuries. We have not been taught this for centuries about how to get healed. But it's coming. I said it's coming. And our faith is coming up. And we're getting to the place where it's just as easy for us to believe, for a blind eye to be open, or a deaf ear to be open. And somebody to come to the altar and get born again. Yes. Just as confident. Yes. Just as ready. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. It is happening. Yes. We are coming up. Yes. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And we are hearing it. And it is happening. Yes. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now look with me in Matthew 8. You got a few more minutes? Matthew. We're going to receive communion today. And communion represents everything we've been talking about. But I want you to see something that I, I think will make you shout the rest of the day. Right here, I want you to look at both uh, Matthew 8, and we're going to turn right from there to First uh, Peter 2. Matthew 8 and First Peter 2. There's a lot of talk about faith where there is not much faith. (laughs) Faith is real. And when you believe, it's real. And you get results. And again and again, people are not getting results, and they're making excuses. And it is not complicated. It is simply lack of faith. Isn't that what Jesus told his own disciples? Why couldn't we cast him out? He said, because of your unbelief. Why couldn't he do mighty works there in his own hometown? He went round about their cities and villages teaching them. He marveled at their unbelief. What was it that prevented the miracles? Unbelief. Unbelief. And uh, I heard Brother Hagen say this for years, and the older I get, the more I see the the reality of it. He said, uh, no preacher can do more than the crowd will let him. In faith. I mean, once in a while, the Lord will do some special thing independent <laughs> of what anybody's saying and doing as a sign and a wonder. But as a usual thing, that is the case that if people, if much, most of the crowd don't believe it, you're shut down. You can try, but it's just like trying to push against a wall. And so the overall faith of congregations has been extremely low. People come mindful of their own troubles and problems and wanting help if they come at all. And people don't come with faith. We're supposed to get to the place, brother and sister, where you and me bring something to church with us. We come with faith. We come with expectation. And when we do that, we make it easy for others to get healed easy for others to get delivered maybe by their self at their house their faith is weak too but they come in here and get in an atmosphere and are just surrounded by faith and their thoughts and feelings of fears and doubts just leave they don't know where it went but all at once they're surrounded by this confidence in god and all at once they believe too friend we'll see miracles like popcorn popping the higher this gets. But people have thought they're waiting on God and waiting for Him to initiate the move and the reality is faith has been pitifully low and weak. And folk come to church like they're coming to a show and sit to be entertained with no clue that you're supposed to be doing anything. And people are hoping that the preacher's got enough faith to carry us all. (laughs) Are hoping that, you know, maybe there's other people in here. I know I don't have any faith today, but maybe there's other folk to make up for it. What if they're thinking the same thing? (laughs) And what if 90% of the folk come expecting nothing, watching the clock? Then it's going to be dull. And it's going to be hard. And it's going to be dry. And folk will go blaming each other and blaming the preacher and saying it ain't the time and season and dispensation for the move of God and every other kind of thing. And it won't be true. But we are not pastors of such a church. We're pastors of faith, life, church. Faith, people. Living a life of faith. People that are learning to excel in believing that they receive. And when we come in here, I mean by the time we walk up, they're going, oh yeah, oh yeah. They're going to say something good. We're believing. Here, here we are. Here it comes. Here it comes. Watch. Just watch. Oh yeah, somebody's going to get healed today. Somebody's going to get delivered. Woo, something's going to happen. And what if 90% of the folk are believing that and expecting that? I assure you, nobody's ever believed and was disappointed and let down in God. He is faithful. Now, look at Matthew 8, though. Let's get ready to receive communion because I believe while we receive communion today, we can receive miracles. Because we can believe, while we're receiving the physical elements, we can believe we receive what these elements represent that was bought and paid for. Matthew 8. Matthew 8. Jesus healed the sick. Verse 16. Healed all that were sick, the last phrase says. Verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, read that for me, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now the word take, took, is the exact same word. That's in Mark 11:24. And the word "bear" has to do with taking up. If you're going to tote something, you have to take it up first before you can carry it and tote it. How did Jesus take our infirmities and our weaknesses and our sicknesses? How did He take our sins? How did he do it? He didn't do it with his hands. He didn't do it with his head. He didn't do it with his feelings. You know how he did it? By faith. He received it into himself by faith. He didn't deserve it. Did he? He had to take it by faith. Go to 1 Peter 2. I said, you you get this, it will make you shout the rest of the day. Why would anybody believe they receive sickness? <laughs> Why would anybody believe they receive sin? Why would they do it? He did it for us. He did it to take it, take it off of us. 1 Peter 2 and 24. Jesus, who his own self bare. That word bare. It means to take up. He took up our sins in His own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Somebody say, He took my sins. He took my sicknesses. sicknesses. How did He do it? Not with His hands, not with His head, not with His feelings. He did it with His Spirit, with His believing. By faith, He took it into Himself. Why? So you, by faith, could take His healing. So you and I, by faith, could take His righteousness. Oh, do you see how it works? It works the same on both sides. while he was tied to that whipping post, while he was being scourged. Men could see what those individuals were doing to his body, but what you couldn't see was happening inside of him. It was far worse than what anybody could see on the outside. He said, nobody takes my life from me. I lay it down. He said, I've received... I've received this commandment from my father. I got power to lay it down and I got power to take it up again. I've received this from my father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And so he of his own free will, nobody made him, nobody could. He proved that when they all came to take him and he said, "I am," and they all fell down on the ground. Ain't nobody taking him. He's letting them take him. Somebody say he's my hero. But what was he doing when he let them tie him to the post and he's letting them beat him? Something else was going on. He, by faith, believed he received every cause and source of every disease, every cancer, every growth, every AIDS, everything that would ever happen to mankind. He, by faith, took it into himself. Oh, glory to God. While he hung on the cross, he believed he received the judgment and the punishment and all the sin of everybody that had ever lived and ever would live in humanity. How did he take all that sin into himself? He believed he received it. By faith, he took it on him. And he bore it away. And he paid the price for it. How many know that sickness is not on him anymore? That sin is not on him anymore. He rose triumphant over it. It is paid for, it is put away, it is gone. He has taken it. What remains for us? To believe that we receive, to believe that we take his righteousness, his holiness. His forgiveness, His remission, His cleansing, His healing, His wisdom, His sanctification, His redemption. Somebody say, I believe that I receive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. Just lift up your hands right now. Say, Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ushers, get up and come right on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Bless your holy name. Glory to God. Glory to God. What has he done for us? What did he receive for us? What did he bear for us? What did he pay for for us? Well, it's time that we received it. It's time that we received it. If you're in this place this morning and you've never been born again, you can be right now. If you're away from God and you need to receive forgiveness and restoration, you can right now. need to receive a healing, a deliverance. Maybe you've been on drugs. Maybe you've been addicted to pornography. Whatever it might be, you can be delivered right now. Jesus took all that. Come on, listen to me now. Did He take all the sins? Did He, ta- did he take all the perverted things? Did he? All the sin, pedophilia, all the sins of unfaithfulness and and debauchery, huh? Every unclean thing. Did he take all that too? Yes. Yes, he did. How could him, as spotless and clean as he is, how could he take it? Only one way by faith. By faith, he took it into himself. Why? So you could receive his cleanness, his righteousness. His Holiness. We're going to distribute the, uh, the bread and the, and the cup. We're going to receive today. We're going to release our faith. We're not just doing this to be doing it. No, we're going to release our faith. And when you take these elements, you're going to believe you receive.